It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. <clears throat> Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Mook out rich. Yo. Bring the bull. What's up? <laughs> there was Cal, a weird delay there. Delay? So I was like, yeah. What the hell's happening? <laughs> this will be good. The cow delay. I hope that stays. It's all fucked up. It is. It's staying fucked up. How good? I don't. I don't edit things. We talked about that <laughs> last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. I think. So, uh, like you can. Is it still delaying though? Nah. I mean, you were delayed. Still? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I meant by it should stay, right? That would be hilarious. If oh. Every time I said something, it was like five seconds late. Oh, I thought you were just talking late. Usually five seconds early. <laughs> five seconds is, what is it, a marathon? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I want to say that I'm a little disappointed in Yogi. Uh, the fact that he would actually think that Drew would make the effort to to edit and put things together and like that, I'm almost disappointed that he would think that that would be an option. Yeah, that's asking for a whole lot. <laughs> and uh, as a longtime <laughs> listener, you almost feel like you should really have a better handle on how things work around here. Yeah, if anybody knows. <laughs> Should be someone like him. Mm-hmm. He probably just has hope that we're gonna get better someday. Well, keep That's hoping. The thing about hope. Squash that every week. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> hope in one hand, shit in another. <laughs> that's that's one of my yeah. favorite sayings. It really is. <laughs> Incredibly versatile. Kind of like the word fuck, but like a saying. Yeah. Yeah, useful for everything. Really is. Your kid wants something from you, it's applicable. <laughs> An employee asks something of you, it's applicable. Uh, I mean, what else? Any situation. What's that? Any situation, any person. Yeah. I'm going to say you probably shouldn't say it to your employees and maybe shouldn't say it to your kids, depending on their age. Well, shouldn't and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's different. Probably a lot of things you shouldn't do, but <laughs> yeah, they're happening. That's true. Yeah. The FDA is going to be normal. And recognize that premium cigars are different. That's another example. That's definitely going to happen. <laughs> no doubt at all. Mm. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Never. It's a lot of work to figure out if they are or not. It's going to cost a lot of money to figure out if they are or not. They're not going to put that into it. I, so I saw that thing on Half Wheel today, Kyle, that you sent me about the Tobacco 21. And, you know, when we talk about bipartisan unity and people working together from across the aisle, so to speak, this is not what we had in mind, but apparently tobacco is <laughs> such a big... Yeah. <laughs> apparently tobacco is so fucking dangerous and uh, we have to make sure that only 21-year-olds can take can, can consume tobacco. Um but what I what I find interesting is this goes back to really what a lot of us had said when these rules were starting to take shape and we we're Congress needs something to say that they're doing something. It is pretty evident by the lack of wanting to implement this shit that the FDA really just doesn't fucking care. Like, they have so much other shit on their plates. They've said that. 
they've said this is like right. not even close to a priority. Right. And like people keep getting mad at the FDA and it's like they were thrust into this by Congress and pre- presidential fucking whatever. They don't really want anything to do with this. Yeah, it's like and, you know, Drew's boss comes up to him and says, hey, Drew, here's this really stupid thing you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's very obviously stupid. It's not going to help anybody. And, and is Drew going to jump up and do it? Or is Drew going to drag his feet a little bit? But, I mean, Drew might might jump up and do it. He's the, the go-getter of the group. But, he really uh, is. Technically, my boss is my but the wife. Rest of us. So. What did you say? Technically, my boss is my wife. No. Oh, so you might actually do it then. No. There's a Maybe. chance that I oh, wouldn't oh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> More of a chance. But like everybody's got that that stupid assignment sometime where you have to do it and you're like, this is dumb. Yeah. You're gonna forget about it if, if I just don't do it, right? <laughs> so right. Don't and then do you, they, they the don't FDA's forget about it. Right here. It really is. And I mean they're just COVID bought them to like we're looking at it from our perspective as a cigar industry, like, oh shit, you know, COVID helped delay this stuff. They're thinking the same fucking thing. Thank God. This just bought us another couple of years and I'd have to worry about this shit. Here's the thing that's tough for them is they know that if they implement what they said they want to do, they actually have to work because there are companies that are relying on their approvals to be able to sell their, their products. So it's like once they start implementing, they have no choice but to spend time on it. A lot of time, too. A lot it's of time. It's not going to be small. Yes. <laughs> that's what, this, that's the biggest thing of why I think they don't really want to deal with this. So I would imagine that as long as that stays the case, there will continue to be pushback for a while. I mean, could you could you imagine if you're like an FDA employee and you're, you got into it, right? Because you're like, I'm going to help the public good, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. keep people healthy. And then you look around and you're like, okay, there's there's childhood obesity bigger than it's ever been. There's probably things we could be doing about that, right? right. Like in terms of, of making sure people are doing the right stuff with, with targeting sugary shit to children, something, right? If you actually care about that. There's, there's all kinds of weird shit happening with uh, diseases and foods. <laughs> probably want to be dealing with that. Right. And then you've got this tiny amount of cigar stuff that's like, old dudes not hurting themselves a lot. Yeah. Where do you want to spend your time? Right. And I mean, let me see. I could play ball with company XYZ, probably get a little something for myself on the side while I'm at it. Do I really care about cigar? I mean, if we're talking in realistic terms, because that stuff does happen, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. This is just so fucking stupid. It's almost like surreal. All of it. Yep. All of it. Really stupid. Really is. Yep. It's interesting, man, because I do wonder, and maybe you guys have thought about this too, and maybe we've talked about it before. I don't, I don't remember. But I was thinking about the legalization of like marijuana and how that's caught on and, and all these movements and stuff like that, which, okay. But like, what's it going to be like if, and I know we talked about like, who's going to use, I mean, does it becoming legal really change the number of people that use it? And I'm really not sure. I don't know. Um, but what's that going to be like? <laughs> like it, you're it's already bad enough with people distracted on cell phones while they operate vehicles and stuff like that. What's it going to be if like they're on their cell phones and fucking high in a big number of people? Well, that part's still theoretically illegal, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> theoretically. If, if it's anything like the state of Wisconsin, you get busted six or seven or eight times and maybe something happens. Except that's alcohol here. Oh. So, I don't know, I don't drive, know man. I've drunk a lot. People are going to drive high a lot. Mm-hmm. They already do. 
But this is legal. And it's not just people who aren't scared of getting caught. It's like, it's okay. And it's going to be a lot of people, theoretically speaking, right? I think, I don't think it's theoretical. I think it is a lot of people. (laughs) 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 Yep. I don't know, man. (laughs) Dude, it's almost like becoming like a simulation. So weird. I don't know. No, I think what's happening is you're realizing it's a simulation. <laughs> right. Got too obvious. Did it just get silent, or did I just drop off? No, it just got no, silent. No, it just got silent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I was cool. waiting for you to finish. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, he, yeah. he finished long ago. <laughs> but wasn't it funny when conspiracy theories were fun? Until they became facts? And until they became fucking weird. Hmm. So here's a question for you guys, and this is this is in the spirit of an NC six seven eight nine question. You ready? <laughs> Briefs and sometimes boxers. Right. Um, so he had asked, well, first of all, he had he had asked me a question. He asked me if uh, you know uh, Baracoa Cigar Company was coming out with another cigar after the voyage. We don't know that answer. And it's something Danny will have to answer. Um, secondly, signs don't seem to point to yes, but I don't know. We don't know. Uh, so I'm watching this movie the other day called uh, Miss Sloan. Have you guys seen this? No. You know. It's actually that. really. You're right. It's actually a really good movie, and it's about this lobbyist in Washington who whatever you know, powerful and, and, and whatnot. But so one of the things when they were digging up dirt on her was they found out that she used male escorts. Okay. And so when they introduced this escort and like his role and when he's like, he also served the function of like going out as like a date for people beyond just like, like he was hired to attend events with people and, and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So, is it now obviously for men to get an escort or a, a whatever? It's really bad. Do you think it's different for women to get a male escort? And secondly, do you guys think that there is a difference between getting an escort and a like just hooker? I have more questions. Okay. <laughs> when you say escort, because technically an escort is not a hooker, you're paying for their time. Do you mean that, or do they become a hooker? <laughs> well, I think it's an all-encompassing jack-of-all-trades. Sometimes. Not always. It can be, I guess. Okay, now do you have experience in this type of thing? Right. Uh, Yeah, Uh, well, not personally. I have some friends, yes. Wait, you have friends that did this? Yes. Oh, okay. All right, so tell us. So, I mean... Were they the escorts or the people paying for the escorts? No, the escorts. Oh, cool. No. So, I mean, sometimes it is literally just hanging out. Okay. Um, Obviously, sometimes you're paying for them to hang out and then other acts are involved. So, I mean, um, and I've had guy friends and female friends that uh, partook in this. They were the escorts. Um, But sometimes the guys, sorry, the girls, were paid literally just to go to dinner 
and be seen with these individuals. Okay. And there was no sex involved. Now, sometimes there was. But, uh, yeah, a lot of times it was just, like, rich dudes that were paying a hot chick to go to dinner when they're out of town and stuff with them and show off to their business buddies. Hmm. Okay. On the other side, rich females would also do the same to be seen with some good-looking dude. Okay. Uh, And then the other side is the same. I mean, sometimes it was sex. Now you had so how much mint? Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. How, how much did you make each night, Drew? No, no, no. Let's be, <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> I did not partake. Uh, but yeah, no. I have uh, a couple of really good friends that that did that. Well, I mean, which if you part think about it? that, though, almost. Almost all of us would be perfectly happy with a job for the escorting part. Yeah, absolutely. This is why I had. More I mean, questions. yeah. That's why I had suck. more questions. You probably get to go to cool places and get paid money to do it. Yeah, and a lot of times it's a fancy dinner, so you're getting your right. dinner, fancy dinner paid for, the atmosphere and stuff, and you're getting paid. I don't know, whatever, thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks, fifteen hundred the night for the evening. And right. the meal was probably a couple hundred bucks. And if you're drinking stuff, you know, a couple glasses of wine, I mean, it could be a $500 dinner depending on the fancy place you're at mm-hmm. to hang out. Yes. But a, I, it's tough for me to say like a percentage, but my guess is that was probably 20% of the time. Was just where there like, was no relations yeah. involved. Yeah, they literally just okay. wanted to be seen. That's just my take. I I, I would go twenty five. Okay. Normally, it was the other half, and and, and normally it was both. Mm. They wanted to be hung out. They wanted to be seen, and then the other stuff on the side. And some of them were like guys side and girls. Hustle, yeah. Some of them were like rich people that didn't have necessarily time for a relationship. So. They and that's get, what the case was in this. They, she didn't have time yeah. for a relationship, so she got, yeah. They'd fly you in. You'd either play the boyfriend or girlfriend role for the evening, and they'd get off and send you on your way, and they didn't have to deal with fighting and stuff. And the next mm-hmm. time they had time, they'd either fly you in or they were in town, and yeah, it was easy. So... Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now I don't remember what your question was either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that got real. That got really real. Like you were actually able to answer it really well with real life examples. So, yeah, a couple of my my bodybuilding buddies from Colorado and stuff. Uh, Used to do stuff like that. Ooh. And even like guys, it's going to get weird, but guys, gay guys would pay for to hang out with guys. And a lot of times it was just that. It wasn't the sex. It was just hanging out with guys. No, nothing Ooh. physical, just going to, because they couldn't be like open other okay. places. So then they would just pay a guy to go to, like, I just want some, I like dudes. I like good looking dudes. And I just want to hang out with a dude. Because I'm too mm-hmm. shy necessarily for other stuff. So they'd pay you to go to dinner and hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah, and I mean, you're talking, what, 20 years ago? Uh, this this shit, is like 20 close, years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously a lot has changed since then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't speak anything from about uh, even 2010 on, probably. Right. It's interesting. So in the spirit of all of this, Nickstagramman did have a question that I forgot about. Yeah. So we are going to take a look here. While you're looking, Nickstagramman, send us what you think your nightly rates should be if you were an escort. I just want to know. So the question is this. For just hanging out? 
Yeah, yeah, just hanging out. Nothing. But see, I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to get weird here. I'd do that for pretty cheap. <laughs> take me, so, take me well, to fancy. It's pretty cheap. Take me to fancy dinner. <laughs> just pay for it, and that's it. Just pay for dinner. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. NC6789 Yogi Nixtagramming Fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh Jesus. Who so asked the question? Nixtagram? This wasn't Nixtagramming. And so I'll I will give you my answer to him, which was marry all, all three of those motherfuckers and move to Utah. That was my answer. Because they're all Wait, who's amazing people? Who's the three? Nixtagramming, Yogi, six NC six seven eight nine. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I've never met any oh, of you, them. Let's go. You, with that. you don't know them personally yeah. enough to be able to say whether you'd marry them or not. Yeah, yeah I, I don't want to. I don't want to insult anybody by killing them, mm-hmm. or or fucking them for that matter. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if, <laughs> well, you just said you'd be an escort. You don't really yeah. need to know. Yeah. But what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, Cal. I Hold mean, what? you okay, oh, Cal? Way alert. Yeah. yeah. I got this emergency alert on my phone that's just blasting in my fucking ear. Oh. <laughs> Silver alert. Silver alert. Some oh. old person got away. From far away from here but it wouldn't shut up nice um yeah i i I mean i don't know any i I don't even know if i could picture any of these people in my mind like what they look like the you've seen most shirt would you say the nixtagram i don't know who that is at all to be honest okay the loves fishing which you like fishing okay yeah, tell me about these. I'll do an uneducated <laughs> guess. <laughs> I guess this is Judge Drew. It's like the dating game. This is good. Yeah. T- okay. Love is just, blind. Just give me a couple of things. Yeah. All right. Well, NC6789, you know, is a sick fuck. See, here's my thing. I might marry with him NC6, then. With NC, <laughs> you can't trust them. He's too uh, wild. So maybe this fuck so I'd him. Have to, you're going you're gonna to well, kill him? Well, yeah. Okay. Or just, you know, yeah, that's a tough one. What else you got? Yogi's a sweetheart, so you almost got to think. So marry him, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Does he fish? I don't know. You don't know. He makes signs though. Ooh. Stickers. Okay. Yeah, he does. Okay. Mhm. I know a little bit about him. He's probably the <laughs> one I know the most about. Mhm. Which is not much. New York, though. I don't know if I could move to New York, so I don't know if I could marry him. Mm. Maybe he'll move to Oklahoma. About you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, he'd not... be like a concubine on your estate. Yeah, that's the only way it's happening then, Yogi. <laughs> Mary. I'd have to kill the guy I don't know. Sorry. Next to Graham. Okay. And then uh, so... I'd, have to, I'd have to fuck the wild one. Go out, go out with a bang. (laughs) There's gonna be nobody listening to this after this week. I kind of enjoy this, not knowing any of them, and then judging the. uh, I kind of like that. (laughs) I don't think this would have been as good, at least for me, if I would have known who they are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of marriage, uh, congratulations to uh, Cigar Analogies Dom, who uh, I think is engaged based on... <laughs> based on thing. the ring on the finger? <laughs> yeah, based on uh, social media. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man, Dom. that's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yogi does smoke some good... Uh... Cigars, I'll tell you that. It does. Actually, all those guys do. All those. 
<sighs> what else we got, Kyle? We Wait, got... you didn't answer, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle didn't answer. Oh, you know, it's just Drew, Drew actually answered it correctly, right? You have to go kill the guy who asked the question. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, he even right. asked even because better. That's... Yeah. Because <laughs> no matter who asks that question, if they're included in it, they're the kill. <laughs> Every time. Mm-hmm. That's just like the law. Mm-hmm. And then I, I agree with Drew's reasoning, right? Wild one. That's that's the F. The the sweetheart. That's the yeah. M. Yeah. That's the way to go. Pretty easy. Easy choice. Um, what else did we get from the questions? We had, question. we had the one from last week, too. Oh, yeah. So, Bun Bun? Is that who it was? I'm trying to find I it. think so. Poor guy. He always sends us the questions too late, and then we don't. Yeah, he sent it. And like then we forget about him the next week, too. Two or three weeks ago, after we had done the podcast. Yeah. I was like, yeah, next week. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? Yeah, three. I can't find it. It's it's in our text chat. Oh. Uh, what's everyone set up for cigar storage and aging? Is one of the bun questions. bun. There it is. This was sent back in February. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, man. Not that long ago. Everybody's um, humidor set up? Is that what he has? I think so. Yeah, for Everyone's set up for cigar storage and aging. Uh, I think we've been over this a couple times. I've got four winadors and a bunch of Daniel Marshall's humidors. Are any of them specific for aging, or are they all just cigars? At this point, since I I buy more than I smoke, uh, they're all for aging. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, they're not really broken up. They're kind of organized. Like, um, no, they're not even. Never mind. No, they're not even, like, organized. I got some boxes in the wine wine doors just because it's easier. Um several racks of like opus in there. Um, I, I don't know, roughly, I got a, a couple thousand cigars maybe in different humidors and such. Yep. I think cows got the coolest setup and out of all of us. Mm-hmm. I know it's just a pretty standard cabinet. Yeah. I bought standard. it thinking I'm never going to fill this damn thing. And then it's full. It's full. And you need another one. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't smoke any more than I did when I bought it. So you just buy more than you smoke. It's just full. It's not going to get unfull. Mm -hmm. I could smoke at my rate for quite a long time and it's not going to get unfull. I've realized though, I need to, I need to smoke more one because I want to. And and two because I want to, but I need to, I need to, I need to get rid of some stuff. Like I need to, I need to slim some things down because I'm getting some age on stuff that's pushing it. Mm-hmm. I still have the issue though. This is terrible. And I had a cigar over the weekend, but um, it. So after I had COVID, a couple months, um, Thanksgiving ish. I started smelling this weird, like, chemical-y smell. I think maybe we've talked about this or not. I don't know. And not oh. until just a couple months ago, I started tasting that same thing. Not all the time, just with certain things. And it happens to be with most cigars. <laughs> and it's terrible. Ter- it's like this weird, chemically metallic, bitter tinge when smoking a cigar. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Doesn't happen with a lot of foods for me, but some foods will. Uh, but cigars, some drinks will too. Just like some post-COVID thing or something? Yeah, I guess so. My wife's got the same thing. Hers is worse. She tastes Jesus. it on like everything. I more smell it. It's weird. I noticed it, like I said, back in like Thanksgiving. I went in the garage. And I was like, what the hell is that smell? <laughs> and 
then I, would, I was like, that's something weird in the garage. I got to check it out. Well, then I would smell it at work. And I was like, okay, well, it's not in the garage because I'm smelling it here. Well, then I'd smell it inside. It got worse and worse to where I was smelling it all the time. And it'll come and go. But And then the taste happened. Anyways, one of our friends that was kind of sick about the same time, she has the exact same thing. Um, a couple other people. But none of so- us... None of us lost our taste and smell during COVID. We all got this weird stuff after COVID. So to this day? See what else shows up year to year here. To this guy? Yeah. Is that what you said, Mo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I had a cigar on Saturday. I went fishing in Lost City. Opus Lost City. Same deal. I smoked it. I just have to get past that right. weird tinge, but yeah. Some are worse like, than what, others. Is it like on the retro hill or on like the puff? Oh, I mean, on where, the puff, dude. It? Oh, yeah. Straight from the get-go. Really? Yeah. Kind of on the finishing end, but yeah. It, uh, yeah. I can almost taste it immediately if it's going to do it. And and sometimes it's not as bad, and it's like, okay. I can get past this. Sometimes it's just like right. super heavy with it. It's like, oh, this is bad. I'm still going to finish it. But <laughs> I don't judge well, the cigar yeah. like that because I'm like, the cigar, actually, you can taste the cigar, but then you taste this with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So I need to smoke cigars, more factory. cigars, but I need to get rid of that crap. Well, how do you know which cigars do it? You just got to smoke them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've I've been rotating through a decent amount, a decent uh, variety, I would say. Mm -hmm. And some some will do it, some will do it worse. Are there certain types of tobaccos that you seem to get that with? Shit, I don't know. Every one of them, every cigar I've smoked has some form or fashion of it. Some are just worse than others. Opus are pretty bad. Huh. Well, they got that sort of natural mineral to them sometimes. Yeah, maybe. A lot of that Dominican stuff does. A little bit. That's kind of what I, yeah, that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Thanks, Kyle. I was going to say, because if that's the case, I think a lot of Dominican stuff would probably fit into that. Yeah. Cubans do. Um, really? That's, oh, yeah. That surprises me a little bit. Yeah, those don't have that, usually. Yeah. yeah. That surprises me. It's a weird deal. Huh. And it's interesting. I'd, I'd be curious if, like, anybody that listens, uh, like, I know of somebody that we're all friends with that has had basically uh, really lost his taste of smell for about two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's recently just getting it back, I think. Jeez. Sometimes. Sometimes, right. Kyle, you know who it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's back and forth. Right. The thing that I've heard, I I haven't tried it because I I don't think I could do it, but they say a neti pot. Mm -hmm. If you guys know what that is. And if you don't, uh, Google it. But um, I've had a buddy do neti pot with it, and he said it's cleared up a lot of his stuff, like 60, 80%. Oh, that's good. I wonder if it causes like some sort of blockage, or maybe there's like a mucus buildup or something that just doesn't get out. It's got to be something because the smell thing for me will get better. Um, I'll I'll do some like nasal spray or saline wash, and I can do that, and it'll get better. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's something still there. COVID still churning. Yeah. It's just, it's wild just how variable the effects are um, on people. And then the duration of the effects. Um, Like, when I got it, I could barely walk. But I didn't lose my taste of sense. I did for a few days. But it wasn't like but there was these body aches that I'd never experienced. Yeah. Yep. We had the body aches. 
Yeah, it was really, really, really weird. Like like flu on steroids. Yes, it was almost crippling. Like seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, how say kind of what what the long term uh, effects are. But I don't know, man. I I don't know where we are with this. But I saw I saw a headline today. And this was like financial news, so it wasn't like what I consider. This was just this is what's happening versus this is what we think is happening based on a biased view. But they were um, they'd shut down a couple plants in China uh, because of COVID again, mm. like two days ago or a day ago. Yeah, they had some spiking I, over there. They shut down a bunch yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck, here we go again. But I also was made aware that they're, they have a zero COVID policy. So all it takes is one person to have it, and they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I mean, but I just thought that it was interesting. That would suck. Yeah, not fun. Um, what's everybody else got for aging? Mo, uh, Cal, you answered. Yeah, I, I, man, you know me. I use, uh, I use tubs. Yeah. With, uh, yeah I don't really. Yeah, I don't age cigars as much as like you guys do. I don't really keep a huge. I mean, I definitely have a decent number of cigars, but not like I. I probably smoke more than you guys safe to say i would hope so yeah yeah so (laughs) i'm just you know i'm trying to be humble about it uh but you know um so i go through stuff faster than you guys do so Mm. i don't really like my oldest thing right now is probably some opus that i got when drew and i when i lived like in oklahoma oh wow yeah that's and uh old stuff yeah, and uh, and some Year of the Monkeys. Oh, I guess I have some Year of the Sheep, too, and Year of the Horse, but not many left. So, yeah, I mean, that's, like, really, it's like, 2015-ish, 2014, I guess, probably some of the older stuff that I have at this point. Smoked pretty much everything else. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Bun Bun. Uh, when will Patina come out with limited edition five year anniversary? Mm. We kind of answered that. Didn't Still we? in process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, man, and because this is our podcast, I feel like this is the place where it should be talked about the most, I guess, or in the most frank terms, if you will. Um. I didn't like how the the blade the blend had aged, and so we're making some tweaks to it, and it'll come out whenever it's ready. So, if it's the five year limited and the sixth year, then that's what it is. <laughs> Do you have? I mean, um, you can't. You, I mean, are you keeping some of those before you? Are you keeping some of those that uh, before you? Oh uh, hell yeah! Tweaked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah, if you go back to it in like to. six months or a year from now, and you're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah, I fucked that up. No, but I mean, <laughs> I'll probably smoke another one in like a month, you know, just to see. But look, here's the reality of the situation. Uh, first limited, the cigar is going to be the most expensive cigar that Patina's put out. It has to be amazing. It can't just be like good. Not that you settle for good anyway, but this is a limited cigar that a lot of people will use to kind of benchmark your brand, right? Whether you like it or not. Um, When it's your first one and you're not a brand that comes out with limiteds all the time, right? So it puts more importance on the limited when you do come out with it. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Uh, You're last... not going to come out oh. with a cigar that's called without compromise, making it as good as it can be, and then come out with a more expensive cigar than that somehow. Best enough. For example. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> so, but I will tell you, the cigar is going to be a six and a half by fifty-four. That will be the size of it. Uh, and it will be a Connecticut broadleaf. And there will be 5,000 of them total. So. 4,975. Well, out? it's going to be boxes of 10, so. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll buy a couple yeah. boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but I just felt like, I mean, the reality guys is that things are not getting cheaper. Um, I did not do a price increase this year, which was very tough not to just because the increased costs on my end. But in the reality is you wish people would appreciate that more, but nobody gives a fuck. So yeah, doesn't really matter. Probably should have just raised the prices. Do it now. Um, Fuck them. Yeah, not too late. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if things keep going up, it's not going to be a choice. They're going so. up. Yeah. No. Shortages <laughs> and all. Uh, last one from him. Uh, walked into a well-known tobacconist, and the cigars are covered in mold. Pointed it out, and the guy that hosts a podcast told me it was plume. I never went back. Am I wrong? Or y'all still think plume is a thing? You are not wrong. Don't go back. <laughs> Isn't... Uh, uh, this is fun. Isn't plume mold? <laughs> so, isn't it a thing? <laughs> sure. I can get behind that. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, it is a thing. But- but it is mold. <laughs> <laughs> but it's mold. but I guess yeah I get I get there's just levels to the mold. Yeah. Right. It's just good looking mold. If mm-hmm. if it looks it's attractive. Mold. Yeah. If it looks furry, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not good at all. Carpet if it looks like a little bit of a dusting. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Carpet, not good. If the same mold you saw on your cheese that you just threw away or your bread, no. Pass. <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it's a lot like like an STD, right? There are signs that somebody could have one, but they could also not have any signs that they have one, and it's still there, right? Mm. That's mold. That's true. It can be anywhere. It can be. If they say it's plume, it's mold. They're wrong. Uh, (laughs) If they say it's mold, they're right. At least they're honest about selling you moldy cigars. (laughs) But if you try to say it's mold and they say, oh, no, that's plume, it's a good thing that I would... I would trust zero things that come out of that person's mouth because they just buy into some stupid shit that other people tell them <laughs> instead of the actual reality of the situation. I like it when the cow gets fired up. Oh, not even fired up. I mean, it's just, it's dumb. I like it. Not all mold is plume, but all plume is mold. It's mm. <laughs> a good way of putting it. It's funny, I even have a, you know how on the internet you see people say, like, plume, otherwise called bloom, is this good thing that shows up, right? Yeah. There's a book I have from the 70s where somebody's talking about bloom, and they call it, you know, it's mold. <laughs> the, the mold on your cigars might be called bloom. I don't know when this all changed. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. What? What do you call uh, like those donuts that have like the I don't know, man. Like when they put that stuff on them, the uh, it's almost like a sugar, like sugar, a powdered sugar. 
There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do they? What do they call it when they the the act of putting it on there? Mm, or is it just powdering a okay. donut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Powdered donut. Yes, powdered. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you'll go into a cigar. It looks like somebody, like, literally just, like, powdered the cigar a little bit. And, you know, you just wipe it off and whatever. You live with it. But I don't know. I, I don't like when people try to, like, be dishonest about it. It is what it is. Like, Drew Drew summed it up perfectly and cowed it, too. Well, I think you're dealing There's with... There's a lot of stuff it could be besides mold, too, though. Sure. Yeah. You're dealing yeah, you with high humidity, even if it is 70%. That's very, very high humidity. At 70 degrees, you, at some point in time, you're getting some fucking mold in there. Yep. I don't. I mean, unless yep. you're just churning over your humidor, that's high humidity, a decent temperature. Mm-hmm. It's getting mold. It's going to happen. Yeah. When I was when I was managing the shop, we definitely saw it on cigars that weren't cellophane a lot more Mm -hmm. that had been sitting for a while um yeah man i mean if you're if you're not turning your inventory uh or portions of your inventory especially if the cigars are not cellophane it seems to accelerate it yeah that's just there's nothing scientific in that, and I don't. I'm just speaking from experience that I've seen. I don't know if that's the reason why or a case why, but well, it makes sense that a thing that sits in a high humidity environment for longer is more likely to get mold on it. Right, and you're more likely to get a mold spore onto something that that it can grow on if it's not cellophane, right? I don't mm-hmm. think mold can right. grow on cellophane. Doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not easily. Right. So, but sometimes you'll have other shit too, right? Like you mm-hmm. could get like actual dust. That's a thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes the the water they use, if you don't use like a distilled water, mm-hmm. and most shops probably don't use distilled water, you got some mineral content in there, right? Yeah. So it kind of floats up, and especially above above the cigars, you'll see, or above the humidifier, you'll see this sometimes, where they get this like coating of something. You're not sure what it is. That's probably like minerals and shit from the water mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's stuff that's not mold but it's also stuff I don't want on my cigars <laughs> <laughs> right smoke that moldy know, that's cigar that's a nice build up of calcium <laughs> helps you get your calcium for the day That's all I had from him. Uh, yeah, we had a question from Yogi. He wants to know what's the weirdest place you've ever smoked a cigar. Hmm. <laughs> weirdest place. Drew's like, there's this one night I was an escort. Right. <laughs> I wish I had stories like that just for you guys. Uh, weirdest place yeah I don't know I might might actually prefer to take this to be coolest place okay I still don't have an answer but that's kind of what more I'm leaning (laughs) towards trying to figure out um I have a coolest place. I don't know about weirdest. Okay. I need some time to think on that one. Coolest that I can think of right now is sitting on the roof of our hotel in Austria, um, Salzburg, smoking cigars. That's fucking cool. (laughs) I don't know weirdest, though. I'm sure I've smoked somewhere weird. Well, be I mean, technically speaking, being a dude from the U.S., fucking Oklahoma, smoking a cigar on an Austrian hotel could be considered weird, too. It could be. 
like weird in a cool way though not weird like in a like what the fuck are you doing way yeah like think about this imagine let's say i didn't know you i happen to be at the same hotel i go up on the roof to have a cigar too and here's some dude from Oklahoma <laughs> sitting on the fucking roof of an Austrian hotel having a cigar. I would say that's a, a weird occurrence. Now, that would be very weird because <laughs> <laughs> the roof access was through our hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I was escorting that night for you. <laughs> so that that definitely would make that a weird experience. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go have a cigar together, Drew. <laughs> you just come waltzing through the hotel room. <laughs> have a couple C- drinks. Cigar in hand. <laughs> oh shit! How? Oh, what about you? So I was messaging with Yogi about this earlier. I think uh, I'm going to say the weirdest place is taking a shit. Ooh. That's the great enjoyable moment, by the way. It, it Smoking is. Smoking a cigar while you use the bathroom, either one. Oh. That's a winner. That could be that weird. I think that's kind of yeah. normal, it's pretty, though. pretty weird, yeah. Uh, it's weird to take your cigar in there, I think. I, I, I think, think it makes it weird better. to non-cigar people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, anywhere you're smoking a cigar isn't that weird to cigar people. Unless you're like, oh, I broke into this place and I smoked a cigar. That makes me <laughs> fucking weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, yeah. But if you were just to tell any random person, like, so I was taking a shit and smoking a cigar, they'd be like, okay, and yeah. we're done. Mm-hmm. You're weird. Right. But next time you go to a, a cigar shop or somewhere, you can do that. Go do it. Enjoy. Don't now, some it. cigar Absolutely. shops don't let you take the cigar into the bathroom, and some do. You don't smoke at those shops. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. What, I do they put a sign up or something? Like, how yeah. does that work? I would imagine people would just wander mm-hmm. in. Yeah, no. They'll, they'll put a sign up. They need to embrace that and put an ashtray next to the shitter in there. Most of them do. I- that's, I could see it if your uh, if your ventilation wasn't set up for it, right? Yep. Like you're actually venting your your shit vents somewhere else. Yeah, right. I mean that makes sense. But how many people are smoking an entire cigar while sitting in there too? <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah. If that's happening, hey, you probably need to look at that individual customer. <laughs> Well, these days, Sorry, sir. I mean, you can't come into our facility and smoke your cigar and shit for an hour and a half. <laughs> with the advent of smartphones and social media, you know, what used to be like a 10 minute excursion has turned into like a 45 minute vacation. Right. Absolutely. But you for, don't go for to a this, lot of people. You, don't so go you, to get, the cigar you can do some damage to your cigar sitting in there. But you don't go to the shop and do that, do you? Yeah, that's not a public restroom thing. No. Uh, uh, Is shocked. it? No, really? Oh, you see guys, yeah, you see guys disappear for a good 20, 30 minutes. 20, I can understand, kind of. But, dude, if you're smoking a cigar and you're in there for more than 20 minutes, <laughs> you're not smoking quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> You, you should have had a heart attack. You got you Elvised out on that toilet. Yeah, you should have you should have spent that twenty minutes out on that sofa and then and just worked it up. Mm-hmm. You don't go in there to work things up. You get them worked up before and go in and get her done. Yeah, work it up, work it out. Yeah. Hmm. So here here's a question for you guys. You're opening a cigar shop tomorrow. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Pissing money down that toilet. <laughs> Do you put a ventilation system in the bathroom? Right. Yes. <laughs> but I've I've been having this discussion with a lot of people, and I was curious on your thoughts. 
you have what I call like your pro lounge. I want a big lounge. I want a place where people could sit and this and that. And then you have people that are like, I want to minimize the size of my lounge and really focus on people not spending all day in the shop. Right. And there's, these are two different schools of thought, I guess. Um, my experience as a worker has only been in shops that have, well, two shops that have plenty of space and one that had limited seating, right? But still a lot in comparison to a lot of shops, right? Yeah. So I've never been in that situation where there's very, very limited seating. So I really can't speak too much to that. But I definitely can understand the pitfalls to having too big of a lounge. Uh, and if people spend like all day there with minimal purchasing, right? What's that really costing you though? Um, you were going to be open anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it depends on the night, right? It really does. But so where do you guys fall in the, if you're opening a shop tomorrow, are you focusing a lot on your lounge area? Or are you more focused on like your retail area where you have, and you have limited space, so you can't say both, right? Like you have a build out, you have X number of square feet and you're, you have to split it up between lounge and retail. Where one has to take precedence over the other. I think humidor obviously would be first. Mm-hmm. And then like lighters cutters would be like a glass case at the checkout. So pretty minimal. Okay. One glass case, maybe two, if possible, whatever space mm-hmm. is allowing. And mm-hmm. then, and then lounge with, um, I don't know, depending on the, I'm thinking of a, a small shop here. I'm thinking, 10, 15 seats max, maybe. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if I could do more, more, but uh, yeah. I, uh, I've seen, and, and recently the shop here um, just redid their humidor and expanded it out and got rid of all of their seating. And almost every shop here has done that. So it's not just a trendy thing. It's It's a thing they're doing because... I guess they're not making money off of that. I don't know. I think what it's do a your fine smoking line. Bins look like there. Can you smoke anywhere? Yeah, you can smoke anywhere. Oh, okay. That has something to do with it then too. Yeah. I would think. Say I, that again, Cal. Smoking. I would think that has something to do with it, right? What's that? Well, so like here, if you were to buy a cigar at a cigar shop. Mm-hmm. Where can you go and smoke it, especially in the winter? Okay, right, Fucking right. nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. So nobody's going to buy them. But if, you can, if your smoking bans aren't much of a thing and you can go anywhere and smoke, then the need for that lounge space probably changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're saying geographic location of your, of your cigar shop would dictate a lot? Well, the, and the regulations around what you got going on in your city. Right. Yeah. So, like, one example is is there's a shop in Louisville, Kentucky, that I think is really quite a good shop, or at least it has been in the past, right? Mm-hmm. But then you go across the river to Indiana, and there's a shop that that is opened up there. The one in Kentucky, based on where they are, you can't smoke inside that shop. They're, they can't have space. It's not allowed. So okay. the one across the river opened up a lounge. Where do you think people are going? The lounge. They're going across the river to smoke. Sure. I think it's a fine line, though, between having too big of a lounge and waste of space. Yes. And having big enough mm-hmm. that you can accommodate enough people. Uh, because I've been in lounges that seriously had, I don't know, five or six seats. And you're like, the the regulars came in, occupied them. You go in on a I don't know Thursday afternoon because you're off of work or something, and you go and you're like, "What the fuck? I was gonna come hang out and smoke," and they're all taken. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. So fine so line is... between having too many and not enough. 
so this is going to sound really hypocritical. From running a business perspective, if I owned a shop, I'd probably want minimal seating or not minimal, but like I wouldn't want to overdo it. Yeah. But from a consumer standpoint and like as a customer, I'd probably want to go to a shop that I know I can get a seat at more likely than not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that that's kind of, you know, and it's kind of like weird. I don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. It seems like as a shop owner, what you want is it exactly enough that people right. will think you have enough and no more. Right. Right. Yep. But uh, so, so those, pe- the, the big, bigger lounges that have a lot of lounge space, even if they have a, a massive humidor, what is that lounge space really costing them? They've already got the building and all. They're already paying for that rent. What is that person sitting in there all day costing them? Well, when you have limited space... Well, when you have limited space, yes. There are very few places that I've been to. Well, there are very few successful places I've been to that have a ton of space where they're not like cycling through people enough to keep there always being space available. Right. Okay. Yeah. But if you're, if you're a place that's kind of like not big, but not small, but from a sales perspective, you outkick your coverage a little bit, Mm -hmm. meaning like you're big enough for the majority of days, but you're going to have days where seating is going to be at a premium. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. for five days out of the week, the seating you have is more than enough. But there's that day or two of the week where it becomes an issue. And now all of a sudden, the guy that's been there since noon and has had like a cigar and is like, it's eight o'clock at night or seven o'clock at night, that, that's costing you space. And money because people are going to walk in like, oh, shit, there's nowhere to sit. Yeah, because like we would have it where like people would come and they'd look around to see if they can get a seat before they bought a cigar. Uh, okay, because that's what I was wondering. Normally, mm-hmm. if I can't get a seat, I still will browse the humidor and buy something. <laughs> right. But a lot and I'll of people, go and... somewhere else. I guess a lot of people don't. Yeah, no, not everybody's like that. Okay, that makes sense. Because, like, especially, like, for example, for us, like, especially Saturday nights, those were people that were out. So having a cigar was part of that night being out. So if they couldn't sit, then there was no reason for them to buy a cigar. And I still would. I would take one home, and this is why I have the humidors that I've got (laughs) (laughs) and the lack of space. (laughs) Yep. Me too. If I'm going into a cigar shop, I'm going to at least buy something. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But you're right, Drew. It doesn't cost you any more once you're already paying. The problem right. really is that you, you've been overpaying at that point. Yeah. Right? You didn't need that right. much building. So. Mm-hmm. You already fucked up. Yes. But at that point, you're, you're in on your fuck up. You're not going to just turn your cigar lounge into a different store easily. Mm-hmm. I've just seen some of them. Some of them will get rid of some of that lounge space and build out bigger humidor, which Mm -hmm. I agree with. I mean, if you can fit more cigars in there, you can sell more to people. So it it it's finding the balance of cigar space and people space. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't. I mean, I'll say, man, it's definitely more inviting to go into a place that has more space. I mean, again, that difference between as a consumer versus as a you know hmm. well boys next week well indeed <laughs> or do you have more oh uh, got something. i did tonight i smoked a room 101 12th anniversary nice uh which is a very, very good cigar. And I don't know how limited these are. 
but if you could get your hands on them or whatever, that's a really good cigar. That anniversary series is a is one of the limiteds that I'll blind buy a box on because mm-hmm. all three have been good. So next time, uh, next time it comes out, yeah, 13th, I remember buy another box. Yeah, the eleventh was really good too. I don't think I've smoked the tenth, but I remember the eleventh being really good too. That was the white the and blue band or white eleventh. Is that right? Go we'll figure. I think so. Yeah. Good stuff. Smoke like a sultan. Yes, smoke Manny Young. Use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> you guys have a good one. All right, boys. You too. See ya. Take care, dudes. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>